0: Hey, this is TJ, and I'm the lead pastor here at Revamp Church. Thanks for listening to our weekly sermon podcast. I hope this message blesses you, encourages you, and helps you experience life change through Jesus. For more sermons like this, resources, or opportunities to get connected, visit us at Revamp Church PTA on Facebook or Instagram. Let me greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. It is an honor and a blessing to be sharing the word of God with you this morning. We know that it is not by might nor by power, but it is by the Spirit of God that we are able. So today we are closing off this series that God has really been challenging us uh, with and uh we really just want to thank god for um uh challenging us and and really redirecting our our footsteps in being who he has called us to be in him and we um are really appreciative of that and um lord we we just want to thank you this morning we just want to thank you for your word uh, that we'll be receiving right now, Lord, we we thank you, Holy Spirit. Take control, challenge our hearts, um, challenge our minds, uh, that that um, uh, that we may experience transformation in every faculty of our lives. Lord, we wanna bless you. We wanna honor you for who you are in our lives. We thank you, Father, that you are holy and you are worthy to be praised in your name we pray amen so throughout this series we have uh, seen how a christian is truly empowered and blessed by god so we have seen throughout uh, the series uh, from part one until uh, 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 last week when we talked about being guarded by the power of god so we talked about Uh, with the first part of the series we talked about a person being reborn that you are provided with the opportunity to live a new life in christ and that you are not now uh followed by that you are now not your own that you are god's special child and thirdly we spoke about faith living by faith that living by faith we, we now need to walk Uh, 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 with with God and and uh, we also spoke about being uh, set apart that you have been set apart to live a holy life and last week we talked about guarded by the power of God that you are not alone in your struggle against the powers of Satan and the evil world in which we live, that we are guarded by the power of of God, Hallelujah. But with blessings and and empowerment comes responsibilities. With blessings comes responsibilities. With power comes responsibilities. There are obligations that that comes with our. Um, with our new opportunities. they There are blessings or there are duties that come with with our new calling in Christ. And uh, indeed, the, the Christian has been called to serve God. We are called to to serve God. So this morning... Uh, allow me to entitle the message today Saved to Serve That we are saved to serve In the book of Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14 It says how much more will the blood of Christ Who through the eternal spirit Willingly offered himself unblemished?" that is without moral or spiritual imperfection as a sacrifice to God cleansed your conscience uh, your, your conscience from dead works and lifeless obse- uh, uh, um, observances to serve the ever living God so we were cleansed we were saved to serve the ever living God so it is only reasonable we are, are, are expected to serve God, and, and Romans 12:1 says uh, Paul then says, "Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, uh, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, to present your bodies." In the amplified version, it says, "To present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves, set apart as a living sacrifice." Holy and well pleasing to God Which is your rational, logical, intelligent Or if I may say a reasonable act of worship It is only reasonable we be expected to serve God So each person has a ministry we are expected to fulfill You have a ministry. Each and every one of us has a ministry. Why do I say that? That Paul, again, in Colossians 4, 17, he says, And say to Achippus, See it that you fulfill carefully the duties of the ministries which you have received in the Lord. So there are ministries that you are called to serve in. There is a ministry that you are called to serve in. And this morning, I just want to take my time in teaching us this. That the attitude of, of, of servitude or of, of, of servanthood, that we are called to serve. In 2 Timothy 4.5, five. Uh, Paul then again, when he writes to Timothy, he says, But as for you, be clear-headed in every situation. He tells Timothy, Tim, be uh, 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 clear-headed in every situation. Stay calm and cool and steady. Endure every hardship without flinching. Listen to this. He says, Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill the duties of your ministry fulfill the duties of your ministry so 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 we uh, 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 have an obligation uh, 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 that, that that comes with with the new opportunity that we have in Christ so we when we were saved when you accepted Christ as your personal savior. You are now given the duty to serve in ministry. You are expected to fulfill a duty. There are duties that come with you being called in Christ and for Christ. So the concept of, 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 of servitude or, or servanthood is a significant part of what it means being a christian that our service to god might be more um at, uh, acceptable and fruitful and this morning i want us to consider three things three things three things and i will get out of your way three things and i will get out of your way uh, um, uh, number one is i want us to consider uh the greatness of of serving that's number one, and number two, I want us to um, uh, consider the concept of serving, and and lastly, the the, the, the hindrances, or, or yeah, the hindrances to, 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 to serving. So, um, uh, what is the greatness uh, the, the greatness of, of, of serving? What is the greatness of, of serving? And that is our first point. The, the, the first point that I'll that I will make it that I will be making this morning, the greatness of serving. So, being a servant of God is a great honor. It's an honor to be a servant of God, and a lot of us are not realizing this that it is an honor. It is a privilege to be a servant of God. The title of servant was what many great men in the Old Testament were called. Abraham was called a servant of God. Isaac was called a servant of God. Jacob was called a servant of God. Deuteronomy uh, Deuteronomy 9.27, it says, Remember your servants Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So they were given the title of servant. So Moses used the word, uh, 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 the title, uh, seventh. Joshua, uh, uh, the, he said, "I'm the seventh of the Lord." Caleb, a seventh of the uh, 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 of God. Job, God said, "My seventh, Job. My faithful seventh, Job." Isaiah, God considered him a seventh. Uh, the prophets, you know, uh, Jeremiah and the likes, were servants of God. So the New Testament writers also referred to themselves as servants. James said, uh, uh, in James 1 verse 1, it says, James, a bound servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. A bound servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul also considered himself as a servant of God. Peter considered himself as a servant of God. Jude and John considered themselves as servants of God. So this is what they were called servants. So Jesus then says, "I came to serve." He says, "I came to serve." He was, uh, 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 he was foretold to come as a suffering servant, as Isaiah fifty-two tells us. He did not come to be served, but to serve. Matthew 20:28 20, he says just as the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and give and to give his life as a ransom for many Jesus the son of man did not come to be served but to serve but to serve you and I and that is a great privilege to be served by him he served he served he he came to be uh, 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 he, jesus the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many even as our lord and master he exemplified the servitude he he desires of his disciples if you read John 13 one of my favorite chapters of uh, in the book of John uh, 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 when when Jesus washed the disciples feet he he exemplified the servitude he desires of his servants he exemplified the servitude he desires from those who follow him When Jesus washed the disciples' feet, then he said, so if I, then he says this very interesting thing. He says, so if I, the Lord, and the teacher washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet as well. For I give you this as an example so that you should do as I did to you. So, so I came here to serve and not to be served. And I came here to serve and wash your feet. And I expect you to also do the same. So we are saved to serve. What an honor. If God were to look upon us as his servants, as he did uh, 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 as he did these great men, with these great men, including his own son Jesus Christ, he will, if we put into practice the concept of serving, and that, that's that, uh, that's point number two: the concept of serving. So we looked at the greatness of serving, and now I want us to look at the the concept of serving. So so. Uh, 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 the, God Himself, in uh, he, he did, He looked at these men, like your Peter, your 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 Peter's, your Paul, your 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 Jude, your John, Moses. He looked at these men as His servants, as He did, and including His own Son, Jesus Christ. So He will, if we put into practice, call us servants, or His servants. So, what is this concept of, of serving that, 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 that we are missing as, as Christians? So, the concept of serving involves absolute obedience. If you look at a slave-master relationship, the slave knows no law but his master's word. He has no right of his own. He is the absolute possession of his master. He belongs to his master. He is bound to give his master unquestioning obedience. Now the question is, does this describe our relationship to to Christ? according to 1 corinthians 6 19 20 it should especially in in this light of in, in the light of this this verse 1 corinthians 16 19 20 it should because 1 corinthians 6 19 to 20 it says do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit who is within you whom you have received as a gift from god and that you are not your own. You are not your own. In other translation it says you are not your own property. <laughs> you were bought with a price. You were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made his own. Now listen to this. So then honor and glorify God with your body. Serve serve obediently serve God we, we have to come to Jesus on his terms and not our own that is why Jesus would ask his disciple why do you call me Lord Lord and do not practice what I tell you so we have to come to Jesus on his terms and not our own so, the, the, the concept of serving, it involves absolute obedience. It also involves absolute humility. We need to be humble. So, absolute, the, the, without humility, obedience is not possible. So, when we have a humble opinion of ourselves, we are receptive to the idea of complete obedience paul is a good example to us of obedience see paul had this um self-estimation in uh, in, in first corinthians in first corinthians 15 19 uh, he says um for i am the least of all the apostles." He says he and he continues by saying, In fact, I'm not even worthy to be called an apostle after the way I persecuted God's people. So Paul looked at himself as an unworthy servant. So that was for him a sign of 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 um of of, 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 of humility. He, he 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 was so humble that he considered himself as an unworthy servant says for I am the least of all the disciples does this describe our relationship to Christ and his will and Jesus says it should if you look at Luke uh, Luke chapter 17 verse 10 it says in the same way when you obey me you should say we are unworthy servants who have simply done our duty and sometimes i even ask myself lord am i am i worthy to be called your servant then you realize that 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 or, or i realize that i am where i am because of the grace of god i do not deserve to be where i am i do not even deserve to be sharing the word of God with you. But he saw it fit because of his grace. It is because of his grace. It is not because of my theological background. It is not because of the mentors that I have. It is because of the grace of God. And I need to be humbled by that. But if we murmur and complain about what Jesus tells us to do, we, we, uh, we, we, we really cannot be conceded servants. So, so uh, uh, the, the concept of of serving it involves absolute obedience. It involves absolute hu- uh, humility. It involves absolute loyalty. It involves absolute. Loyalty. Since we become servants freely, it should be expected that we are to be loyal to him first. Galatians 1.10 says, Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of, of people, Paul says, but of God. I'm trying to win the approval of God because I'm first loyal to him. He says, If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Why? Because his priority was God. So we should not consider our preference important, but that of the one we freely serve. So it is amazing how, how any can, uh, uh, some of us can claim to be servants of the Lord Jesus Christ while complaining about having to do God's will. Being negligent in, in, in carrying out his will, yet some act as though they are being forced against their own will. We act like we forced. Are uh, you here? People say, I, nah, I, "I don't think I'm, 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 I'm called, you know, uh, for this." But God is giving you the heart. God is giving you the opportunity. God had created the opportunity for you to serve there. But because it's not convenient for you, then we feel we, we, we neglect in carrying out His will. We complain about having to do the will of God. Jesus. The third point, and I'll be closing with this. The third point is the hindrances to serving. The hindrances to serving. So we first looked at the, the the greatness of serving, and secondly, we looked at the concept of of, of serving, and now, lastly, we look at the hindrances to to serving. The hindrances though the first hindrance to serving is service to service to the wrong master. Jesus warned we cannot serve both God and and mammon. In Matthew six twenty four it says, No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other you will be devoted to one and despise the other you cannot serve God and be enslaved to money so so serving the wrong things will will render us fruitless so we can only serve the one we obey we can only serve the one we obey romans 6 16 says do don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey you can be a slave to sin which leads to death or you can choose to obey god which leads to righteousness righteous living and my prayer uh, my prayer from uh, 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 for for me to you is that you choose to obey God. That 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 and, and and that your life will lead to righteous living when you choose to obey Him. So another hindrance to to serving is placing limitations on 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 our service. We, 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 we limit how, where, and when we should serve. And, and, and Moses tried to do this in Exodus 3.10 when God told him to go to Pharaoh. It says, go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. But Moses protested to God. He says, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? So we limit how where and when we should serve. And that could be a hindrance to serving. So we want to serve God but only when it's convenient. Some we limit how uh, uh, uh who we should serve. We do not only limit how, where, and when, but we also limit the who we should serve. As Jonah tried to do that, he said, I, I, I'm not going to where God is sending me because I know that he's going to do what? He's going to forgive those who sinned against my people. So many will serve God, but not when it means serving others, especially people we don't like. So another hindrance to prayer. So firstly, we said the hindrance to prayer is it's it's ser- serving the wrong master, uh, placing limitations on our service, and 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 the the the, the last one is possessing certain attitudes laziness it's a hindrance to serving ingratitude it's a it's a hindrance to serving we forget how graciously we have been served by him who has called us into fellowship with him So we likes we like service with a smile but are we willing to give service with a smile especially serving those we do not like especially serving to places that 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 do not fit our criteria or do not fit our status quo I thank God for the places that he has sent me to i i, I served in, in 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 places where i know that a lot of people will not serve in. i served people who were disliked I, I remember a story and let me just share this the story a bit i remember we were serving at a at, at a uh, 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 uh at, at, an, at a very isolated place area where people live in shacks and behind uh right before those uh shacks uh, was a a, a a highway there and we were we went to we went into that small community and we gave people blankets and whatnot and there were there were prostitutes who were there around that area and and i remember the lord leading us uh, uh me and a friend of mine that that we should go and also give you know uh, uh, the blankets and and the things that we had to 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 the ladies who were who were standing there uh, 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 prostituting and i remember when we were talking to them and giving them all these things there's a lady who was part of the community said uh, uh, who came to us and said uh no don't give them those Those blankets, they don't deserve these blankets because of what they are doing. And we turned to that lady and told told her that Jesus loves them just like he loves you. We are called to serve everyone. We are called to even serve in uncomfortable places where those places somehow degrade or or, or downgrade our status quo. We are called to serve. So pride and self-centeredness are the hindrances to To serving. Self-pity affected Elijah. When others preach Christ out of out of out of envy, read Philippians uh, Philippians one verse fifteen to eighteen. It did what? It was a hindrance to serving. When 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 some seek for recognition and and praise, that is. A hindrance to serving. Check Matthew one, Matthew uh, chapter six, verse one to four. Look, humility and unselfishness are basic prerequisites for servanthood. Philippians two, verse three to four. It says, "Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble." thinking of others as better than yourself don't look out only for your own interests but take an interest in others too in conclusion have you been served uh, saved to serve have you been saved to serve have you been saved to uh, to serve call to serve god and and the lord jesus call to serve his his uh, our, our people and those in the world it is a noble calling on that we should accept with humility and, and, and gratitude. If one chooses not to serve God, then they remain enslaved to sin. And the end of such slavery is eternal death. But when one chooses to serve God, their servitude leads to righteousness. And the end of such savers is eternal life. May what the Apostle Paul wrote of us in Rome. Uh, uh, of, of the brethren in Rome be true of all of us today in Romans 6 verse 17 to 18 Paul writes that but God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin yet you obeyed from the heart that uh, that form of drug train to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. Have you been set free from sin that you might serve Jesus Christ? And if you're not, I want to pray for the... I, I, I would like to pray for you this morning. That may the Lord touch your heart this morning. That may the Lord set you free from sin this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, that you might serve Jesus Christ, and if you are here and you're really struggling, that you really are struggling with with with, with placing limitations on your service, that placing that you possessing certain attitudes, I pray that the Holy that the Holy Spirit may deal with your heart right now in the mighty name of Jesus. That I pray that you will stop limiting. Uh, limiting God on the how, where and and when you should serve. Lord, we pray and repent, Lord. Your word says that if my people will humble themselves and confess their sins, that you, God, will will heal their hearts and that you will restore their lands, oh, Father. Father, restore us, Lord. Bring peace in our hearts that we may serve you wholeheartedly, Lord. May we understand the concept of of serving that it involves absolute obedience that it involves humility Lord may we be humble Lord of God as we serve that without humility obedience is not possible help us Lord of God to humbly come before you that Lord that we may say that what you said that in the same way when you obey when we obey you we should say we are unworthy servants who have simply done our duty. Lord thank you for your grace. That Lord it is by your grace that we can serve. That we can serve you. That we can serve others oh Father. That help us to be loyal to you. Help us to be loyal to you Father. Help us not to try to win the approval of men but of you O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord we thank you. We honor you Father. We honor you Father. Just as you did not come to serve. But to serve. And to give your life as a ransom for many. We pray that Lord that you give us the grace. To serve wholeheartedly. To serve in obedience, to serve with humility, to serve with loyalty, O Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for that grace, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.